0: Now, coronavirus radically changed the way all businesses attract clients. But with this new obstacle, what are the new opportunities we have? What are the new trends that are emerging? And more importantly, what's working right now to attract clients?
1: Welcome to Marketing Made Easy with Cham Tang. Our mission is to help you create a successful business you love. So let's get started now with your host,
0: Cham Tang. So welcome to the very first episode of the Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm really excited to be bringing this to you. It's been over a decade in the making. And the reason I created it was I saw so many business owners out there, so many people who wanted to start a business out there that had a great product or service in mind, but they didn't know how to actually get it in the hands of their clients. They didn't really know how to market themselves and they didn't have basic principles down pat. So I wanted to do something about it. And when I looked at some of the other podcasts I was listening to, there wasn't really one that I found that was one business owner to another. Here's what's working. Here's what I found working in the trenches, and I'm going to share it with you. There was a lot of stuff that was, you know, 15-minute life stories at the beginning, no actionable items. And whilst I learned things from them, I really wanted to create something that I myself would be excited to tune into and listen to and get value from each month. And that's why I'm bringing this to you. Doesn't matter if you have a product. Or a service, if you're starting out, if you're experienced, my goal here is to help you create a successful business that you'll really love. So I'm gonna be sharing with you in this episode my mistakes of the month, my mindset quote of the month, but let's get to the main event successful marketing amidst COVID 19. We are living in unprecedented times, but not really. What I mean by that is crises have happened before, and there are always trends that are created in their wake. See, history has a habit of repeating itself. Just like in 2002, the SARS outbreak happened in China. And there was this little company you may have heard of, a little startup called Alibaba. But due to this new emerging crisis and the new emerging opportunity, e-commerce was allowed to flourish throughout China and then the world. Also back in 2008, the global financial crisis, people were figuring out, how can I do more with the current assets I've got? How can I do more with my car that's just sitting there? Uber took off. How can I do more with the bedroom in my house that's just kind of sitting there? Airbnb took off. Now, these trends are not just short-term trends. As you can see, Airbnb, Uber, Alibaba, they're still around. So these things start to shape people's mindset so that these trends are permanently in people's everyday habits. Just like when I talk to my mom sometimes, I find that she has this save for a rainy day belief. But where did that come from? That came from back in Vietnam, where I was born. The government could just come in and take your stuff. That happened like twice to us. They'll just raid your house or raid your business, and they would use that for the war. So these habits that happen in a crisis, they become ingrained in us. So one day in the future, my son could grow up and say to himself, Hey, Dad, how come you always buy so much toilet paper? And I'd say, well, son, let me tell you back in 2020, there was this pandemic and (laughs) you get the point. So these opportunities and trends that are arising now will last for a long time. Just like you see so many people are working from home right now. But if you ask their boss or their employer, if they could work from home many, many months ago or a year ago, they'd say no, because you're not going to be productive because there'd be a loss of connection. You haven't got the right workspace. But now because we are forced to do something, we're able to. So what I love, if there is a silver lining that you can love about what's going on right now in the world, we are starting to realize our human potential. You will start to realize your human potential because you're forced to jump onto social media. You're forced to use technology. You're forced to find an additional stream of income. And I know at the start, it's a tough thing to have happen. Like even in our own business, by the way, our business is education with live events So if you can think of one of the businesses that was the most hard hit through COVID-19, it's anyone who does live events. So when this happened, we had a 10-city tour across Australia and New Zealand planned. And at first, I was in denial. It's kind of like the stages of loss or something. I was in denial. Oh, we're not going to lock down. That's crazy. I've never seen a lockdown in my entire life. But then it was happening, and I started to get sad and scared like, What's going to happen with our business? What about our staff? What about our livelihood? Then you go through acceptance. you like, okay, this is happening. You can't really do anything about it. Just accept it. And then we went into solution mode. So what can we actually do now? Can we pivot online? Can we you know, maybe call up our clients and offer a new program or something like that? So what I love is that this has now started to shatter people's beliefs. You can't work from home. Uh, actually, yes, you can. People won't pay attention to a course that we're running for a day. Well, funnily enough, even surprisingly to us, people did pay attention even more for a one-day Zoom call. Oh, you can't run a six-day course. You can't do a virtual conference. Uh, Yes, you can, and it's actually better. That's the results we're finding. People are actually finding it's more better because more better, not very good English there, but people are finding it's better because they can see the speaker's face very clearly right now, and the speaker can see their face very clearly. So there are all these benefits and all these potentials being realized that we never would have thought possible. And in our own business, I want to let you in on a little secret. When coronavirus first happened, we were kind of scared that potentially we wouldn't have a business anymore. My business partner, Ben, he's more optimistic, so he probably wasn't scared. But I I was. Late at night, I'd be a little bit worried about what's going to happen for our business. And I would try and reframe myself and tell myself, oh, don't worry, it's going to be a silver lining. It's going to be good in the long run. But right now, I can honestly hand on heart say this is going to be one of the best things that's happened to our organization because we've pivoted, because we've now been forced to realize our potential again and go to that next level. Some of you might be thinking, why drop this podcast and have this uh, topic of coronavirus in June when coronavirus started earlier this year? Why? Because we've been busy pivoting. We've been busy working on in the background, figuring out what works. So then we're in a position to share what's worked with you with experience, not just guesswork. So let's talk about trends now. So one of the biggest trends that is occurring is our use of technology, even more so. Now, as soon as I mention that word technology, I know some people think, Uh, Cham, I don't feel I'm good with computers or technology. If that's you, I just want to let you know that I'm not good with computers and technology just because I was born Chinese. So the same goes for mathematics, kung fu, and table tennis. I had to practice that stuff. Now, that's like a tongue-in-cheek joke, but I make it because some people honestly think because you're Asian, you're just kind of born with it. But I didn't come out of my mother's womb already knowing how to touch type or use Facebook ads or do any techie kind of stuff. You just have to get on board with it, and everyone has to start somewhere. But it's all just clicking around. It's all just trying to figure stuff out in the go. No one has actually sat down and done a university degree on Facebook ads or how to use Zoom or anything like that. They just jump in there and play around, just like a kid with a computer game or something like that. So using technology is such a win for your business, and you just got to start getting used to it, and you will enjoy it. So we've been using Zoom tremendously well. We've been using Zoom for morning huddles with our team. I've actually felt more connection in a way, especially with our offshore team, more connection every morning with our morning huddles using zoom for staff meetings like the marketing team etc using zoom for one-day presentations yes it is a limiting belief that people won't want to book in attend and pay attention to a one-day presentation even our six-day courses streaming online like i mentioned before using zoom also for sales presentations because now we've got an opportunity that hasn't opened up before and that is people are so used to just doing a Zoom. It's become almost even more second nature than picking up a phone. And the great thing about Zoom is it's video. It's the closest thing we can get to real life right now. And now, because everyone is used to getting connection from a video, this opens up another trend, which is recorded video. What that means is the line has been blurred between what is real and what's recorded you're used to looking at a video a zoom call of someone and thinking this is live this is connection this is human interaction your body is getting used to that now when you watch a recorded video you think it's a similar thing your brain kind of switches off and doesn't realize hang on I've been watching this person for five or 10 minutes. This is a recording. But you get the same or very, very similar connection from a recording after a while because you don't realize that it's not live. And the benefit is you can now do recorded webinars. The recorded webinars means you don't have to trade your time for money anymore. And this is working extremely well for us. The word you want to write down and burn inside your brain is called evergreen. E-V-E-R green. This means it never gets old. You never have to redo it. You don't have to swap your time for money if you're a very busy person anymore. So we use a service called EverWebinar. I don't want to get into the technicalities of it now, but if you want to learn more, see the features and how it works, head over to authentic.com.au forward slash EverWebinar. So authentic.com.au forward slash Ever, E-V-E-R, Webinar. So what that means, though, is you can record your presentation one time and then present it to many people forever. And not only can you record it one time and present it to many people forever, but the connection would still be there. The other trend now is that Facebook ads are at least 25% cheaper. So if you've been looking or waiting or wanting to do Facebook ads, now is the best time that we've seen. The reason that is, not to get too technical, but the way Facebook ads are priced is supply and demand. Right now, the supply has gone through the roof. 46% 46% more time spent on social media worldwide because people are stuck at home with not much to do, but the demand has dropped. So massive companies are putting pause on their you know, spending budgets, especially anything to do with travel, airlines, cafes and restaurants because people aren't allowed to leave their house. What that means for you, this window of opportunity has opened up and it's a great time to get into Facebook ads if you haven't done so already. Sometimes people ask me, you know, what about Instagram? Well, Facebook owns Instagram. What about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads would be the same thing too. It's a social media platform. The reason I just don't recommend LinkedIn ads right off the bat is because it's not as an advanced platform as Facebook. There aren't as many people on it. The old argument is usually, but what about managers and CEOs? I want to reach them on LinkedIn. That's all well and good, but the way you reach someone with an ad isn't if they have an account. The way you reach them with an ad is if they're actually using the platform day in and day out. And just ask yourself, what is a manager or CEO doing every day on LinkedIn? It's not like they're a recruiter or something like that. They're not doing that, but they are spending time still on Facebook because they've got friends and family that they want to keep in contact with. They're, they're social creatures, and you can still target them on Facebook. Now, in this uncertain times with coronavirus, when strategies are changing, the economy is changing, customer behavior is changing, what we wanna do is rely on something that doesn't change, and that is principles. We wanna rely on the principles of marketing, what I like to call focusing on the fundamentals. Don't lose your cool, don't lose your head in this crisis. Don't go and do something totally different. There are so many gurus out there, every time the wind changes, they kind of create something new at first it might be ebooks and then it's amazon and then it's bitcoin and then it's you know online webinars and now it's offline and all of these different things i've stayed if you've followed me over the last decade i've stayed very very consistent the way i apply things changes but the fundamentals don't change and you just keep getting better and better and better at those just like this famous quote by bruce lee that i love he said i fear not the person that has practiced a thousand kicks one time. I fear the person who's practiced one kick a thousand times. And that's what it should be like with your marketing. That's what it should be like with your business. Don't try a thousand different things. Just keep getting better and better and better at one system, one specific marketing method. So let's talk about the fundamentals of business now. Business is about finding a need and filling it that's pretty much it. Everything else comes secondary. You find a need and you fill it. It's about having a person that has a need and then matching it with your product. By the way, I use that word product even if you've got a service because far too many service providers, they're always trying to tailor their service, whereas you should productize your service. You should think of whatever service you have as a product. It's a set system that helps people go from A to B. Bit of a tangent, but let's digress. So a person and a product. Let's start with person. What does that mean? You want to, when you're speaking to someone, whether it's a Facebook ad, an email, a video, you want to be imagining one customer. That's because everyone is not your customer. Please write that down if you're listening, or if you're driving, don't write that down. (laughs) Everyone is not your customer. You can't try and please everyone. I can't try and do a video or a podcast and think about many different people. I'm imagining my ideal client. In my example, that would be a 42-year-old lady who started her own business within the last six months and wants to learn marketing skills and just have someone lay down the – not lay down the law, but lay down the steps and make it easy for them. Now, does that mean that men don't listen to my podcast or 38-year-old – no, it doesn't. But you should have one ideal person in mind when you're speaking, and it's just a lot better. You can't connect to five different people at once. It's just kind of strange. So if you're a bit stuck with this ideal client concept or avatar concept, you may have heard it being called, then just think of a younger version of yourself. Like most people start in business because they had the need themselves that they wanted to fulfill. So just think about what needs a younger version of yourself had. And When it comes to people's needs these days, they've changed. Like they don't wanna go outside anymore. They wanna do things more online. The easiest way to figure out what people's needs are is to ask them, like just ask them what they want. This could be through surveys. It could be through calling them, running a focus group. If you're just starting out from scratch, though, you might want to go to a great website called answerthepublic.com. This is where you type in a phrase like mental health. And then within a few seconds, it spits up about 100 different questions all to do with mental health. And this starts to give you a really great insight into the needs of your ideal client. So the next part we've got is the product. So amidst coronavirus, anything that can go online, anything that can go digital is going online, is going digital. If you're looking for ideas of how that suits your particular business, I would head over to trendhunter.com. Trendhunter.com. In the top right, there's a little search box. You can type in different topics, like you can type in health or mindset or whatever your niche is, and then there will be dozens and dozens of different ideas for you. Like you could do a virtual museum tour. There are bars doing like cocktail making classes, that kind of thing. And for all the educators out there, like the coaches, consultants, practitioners, we've found now that the four most popular types of content on YouTube are anything to do with cooking videos, anything to do with working from home, like time management, how to set up your desk and declutter, anything to do with motivation. Because now people are so uncomfortable or such a new experience of working from home, the procrastination just immediately sets in. Because it's so easy to just go over to the kitchen and get a snack. Or it's so easy to go take a nap or something like that. And then the fourth type is anything to do with health. So it's not just, by the way, people who are educators. If you've got any type of business, there's always an opportunity to educate people about your product or service. So in order to pivot your product or service and stay with the times, and also to build a better business in the future, ask yourself, how can I fulfill my ideal client's needs by going online? So now we've looked at the person and then the product, but there's a gap there. How do we get that product in the hands of the ideal person? To bridge that gap, we need a thing called a relationship. I know. (laughs) Not like a partner, like a husband or a wife or a boyfriend or girlfriend, but we need to build a relationship with people. One of the fundamentals of marketing is we build a relationship with people until they're ready to buy. I'll say that again. We build a relationship with people until they're ready to buy. How do we build a relationship with people in this day and age? I found hands down, the best way to build a relationship with people is through education. Now, education is important because most people want to research something before they buy. They've got questions that need to be answered first. But if all your marketing, if all your website just says, buy now, I've got a special, I've got a discount on, then you're missing out on the 97% of people that want to have a bit of a relationship built. They want a bit more information first. Now, what should you educate people on? You should educate people on their questions Just by answering their questions, like before when we said go to answerthepublic.com, there's hundreds of questions there you could actually answer. So start putting out content that serves people, not just sells. Focus on the serving first. The selling will take care of itself. Now, education is hands down the best way for any business to start a relationship with a prospect until they go all the way and turn into a paying client. It's a lot better than some other businesses I've seen that do like discount coupons or go into the raffle to win a holiday or something like that. So I'm going to just list for you the four best benefits of using education to build relationships with people. Number one, it takes time to do. So you want to have people's attention and time because you can't build a relationship without time. If people are just going to your website to fill in this raffle drawer of a steak or whatever you're giving away, probably not giving away steaks, but it only takes them 30 seconds to fill in that form. You can't build a relationship with 30 seconds. The second thing I love about education is it builds trust. By teaching people something, now you become the trusted expert, the go-to person. Your professional trust, your credibility, if you want to use that word, goes up in their mind. You don't build credibility by giving things away, to compare it to that other example. The third thing I like about education is it's free. It's essentially free. Yes, you have to spend time and a little bit of money to get some you know, microphone equipment or camera equipment, but it's essentially free, unlike other things like giving discounts or free samples, etc. The fourth great thing is it's global. You can give education to anyone 24-7 worldwide, no postage and handling, no shipping or anything like that. So make sure you start thinking to yourself, what are the questions my ideal client has and how can I educate them, keep serving them, serving them, serving them until they're ready to become a paying client. And if they don't, that's cool. You've helped someone out and you should feel good about that. So let's talk now about this term that's been bandied around called social distancing. I actually don't like that term, especially if you're a business owner or marketer. You shouldn't really think about social distancing. You should replace it with the word physical distancing. See, physical distancing means now I can't leave my house, but I still am a human being. I still have this need to be social. I have this need for connection with other people. That's why people are using Zoom calls. That's why they can't wait to still go out and meet their friends. We're still social creatures. How does that relate to us? Well, what we want to do to build a relationship with people is tap into the need that's always been around since the dawn of time, which is human connection. And the way we've been doing that is with video, is with webinars, podcasts, live presentations. So I know when I mention that word video, sometimes people get a little scared. You might tighten up a little bit if that's you. And a student asked me a similar question the other day. She said, Jem, do I have to do video because I'm an introvert and I'm not sure if it fits in my personality type or not. My answer to that is two things. Number one, don't let your personality type prevent you from reaching your potential. I'll say that again. Don't let your personality type prevent you from reaching your potential. I know there's thousands of personality profiles out there that say maybe you're an introvert, maybe you're an extrovert. I'm here to say you're not any of those things. Above all of that, you're a human being and your potential is virtually limitless. Second thing is, You don't have to do video, but if you do, it's a competitive advantage. It's a competitive advantage. And I'll explain why. And it's got to do with a thing I created called the trust scale. There are many different ways you can present a message. There are many different ways you can present your product, your service, but not all of them build trust equally. So I'll give you an example. At the lower end, at the bottom of the scale is text. This is just a written blog post and that's it. Blog posts are okay, but think to yourself, when was the last time I got excited about a blog post? When was the last time that I followed religiously this person about a blog post and I told all my friends about it? Doesn't really happen as much. Up from blog posts and text is audio. When we step up one from the trust scale, it becomes audio. Like podcasts, this is now getting closer to real life, closer to real life. Up from audio becomes video screen. What I mean by video screen, you can get software like Camtasia, that's spelled C-A-M-T-A-S-I-A, that records your screen. You might want to record an instructional video or do a PowerPoint presentation. So you record your screen, you talk over the top of it, and you put your face in the corner. Now that's getting a little bit more closer to real life. So let me ask you this, what's going to build trust more, text or audio? Audio for sure, what's gonna build trust more? Audio or a recording of my video screen where I talk over the top of it and you see my face. Well, it's gonna be that video screen. Up from that now, if we climb the trust scale one step further, we becomes video direct to camera, where you look down the barrel of the lens and you just speak and share your message. I said earlier today, now the lines is being blurred between what's real and what's recorded. So video is one step up from that. Then after that would be doing something live. Live doesn't have to be live in person. I'm talking about Facebook Lives, maybe Instagram Lives, Zoom calls live. Now we get this excitement and energy, and you know that in real time, I'm there with you right now, and that builds a stronger relationship. Up from that is live in person. This, in my mind, is the pinnacle of trust building. Case in point. Every time you saw Steve Jobs release a brand new product in Apple, whether or not it was the iPad, iPhone, MacBook Pro, how did he do it? They've got an almost unlimited budget. With the amount of spare capital they have, they can buy small countries. <laughs> so they can pick any marketing, they can pick any marketing method in the world, and what did they pick every time? Live presentations. Live presentations builds trust like nothing else. So therefore, in your business right now, think to yourself, where am I in the trust scale? You can start with text and you can stay with text forever if you like, but it'll be a competitive advantage if you try and climb the trust scale. Just take baby steps. If you're okay with text, graduate to audio. If you're okay with audio, graduate to to video. Do things like, here's a small tip, Some people don't want to put videos out there because they're scared of what their friends might think. They're scared of what their family might say. What I do then is think to myself, what's a little baby step I can put in the way? I can go and join another Facebook group and I could do a five-second video to answer someone's question there. I could go and create a private Facebook group just with people in my niche, just with my raving fans, and I could do Facebook videos there. I could do a video just to myself and I could watch it. For some people, that's a big step. I could also go do an Instagram um, story or a Facebook story just for five or 10 seconds. I could speak over the top of it and I could just not show my face. I could just show my surroundings. That's a little baby step. Then next time I could point the camera to me for a split second and then point it to my surroundings. So I'm always thinking... If a step is too big, if it's too uncomfortable, if it's too fearful, what is a small stepping stone I can put in the way? You just have to put your creative thinking hat on a little bit and you'll come up with a solution now that will help you climb that ladder of trust, climb that scale of trust. But trust me, you'll end up enjoying it a lot more video, you might be thinking right now, I'm an introvert. I don't want to do that. But the more you start practicing it and getting used to it, you'll actually find it's fun. Like it kind of sounds funny, but I actually look forward to creating content now through podcasts, through video, through going live on stage. I've not only just told myself and reframed that it's an exciting, alivening experience, alivening, is that a word? But a lively experience to have, but I actually enjoy it. I think my body starts to become addicted to it. Now, Do you enjoy every single part of it? No, you don't enjoy every single part of it, but who does enjoy every single part of something? Like If you've got a relationship with your partner, do you enjoy every single thing about them? If you've got a business, do you enjoy every single thing? So don't set that false expectation that you've got to enjoy every single part of it. But just know, long-term, you're going to get a massive competitive advantage if you do. It's going to become so much easier and enjoyable. The other thing, if you love personal development, slight tangent here, but for all of those people who love reading motivational quotes, books, courses, personal development, improving yourself, I have found that presenting to a camera or presenting on stage is where personal development starts to pay off financially. So if you want a financial payoff for all the personal development you've done, that's presenting, that's public speaking, that's putting yourself out there. And the great thing now with all the trends that are happening is the technology and the big companies are supporting that move. So as an example, just yesterday it was announced, well, I'm recording this. Just yesterday it was announced that Joe Rogan is selling the rights to his podcast for the next two to three years for a100 million dollars to Spotify. This is massively changing the landscape of content creators now. You've seen the amount of money that Netflix is willing to pay for people who do stand-up comedy routines, but for Spotify to pay $100 million for a podcast, that's pretty big news. Meetup.com, if you aren't aware of the site. In the past, meetup.com was for people to physically meet up in places, but since the coronavirus People aren't meeting up in places. So what do they do next? Webinars. For the first time ever, they've allowed webinars to be on their platform. So there are so many different marketing methods and strategies you could try. I could talk for oodles and oodles of time in this. I do want to offer the listeners one very special gift. I'm creating a one-day program a free program called marketing made easy i go through the top seven strategies by the way that you should use in your business things like facebook ads etc it's not via audio it's by video because i need to share with you my screen of what i actually do if you would like to see that uh, what you can do to get a free ticket to it authentic.com.au forward slash online so this one-day online event will be more of a complete strategy on how to get a 500% return on every marketing dollar you spend. I know this sounds like a big, fat claim, but I'm going to share with you how it's possible. You'll also get to see me on video. I don't know if that's a treat or not. <laughs> Some people may say I've got a face for radio, but you'll get to see me on, on video. So I'd love to meet you in a different format if you would like to learn more.
1: It's the marketing mistake of the month.
0: So it's now time for the mistake of the month. Now I created this segment because if you're not making mistakes, you're probably not stretching yourself enough. So don't kind of shy away from it, lean into it in fact. And this month's one is a doozy. So I actually had a Facebook Live that I did recently. I scheduled it in. I had hundreds of people interested in it. So you can hit the Get Interested button when you schedule a Facebook Live and what we call Live Producer. And people booked in for it, and I tested it so many times. I created Test Facebook Lives, myself and a staff member I work with. And then when it came down to the live event There was a countdown timer. I was going live in five minutes, then one minute. And I just assumed that the zero second mark that Facebook would switch over and I'd go live. But the thing is, I'd never actually tested it that way. In the test, I always hit enable manual mode. So what happened on the day is the screen just all grayed out. I couldn't hit any buttons. I logged out. I tried to log back in. still wasn't working. It's now like five minutes past 12. Everyone's wondering where I was. Then in my haste, I just went live. I created a brand new one. But because my Facebook profile looks similar to my actual Facebook page, I started the live on my Facebook profile. And then I had to restart it again on the Facebook page. And the funny thing that happened, once the video was over and recorded, I realized that it was also recording me thinking, hey, am I live yet? And I actually said the S word. I swore a little bit on Facebook Live. So you can edit out the start of the Facebook Live. You can trim certain sections. So we tried to trim it. But what ended up happening was Facebook had an error and it wasn't working. So that was like the second error I faced. I think they're still trying to work out their bugs there. But the funny thing that happened, it was kind of like a comedy of errors. What ended up happening was I wanted to figure out if placing ads with this Facebook Live would help increase the reach. So we threw a little bit of money at it. But then when we went to try and come back and edit the video, because we thought Facebook had fixed the error, it said, you can't edit videos that have already been posted. Try creating a new video. (laughs) Like, I don't think I'm going to create a new two-hour Facebook Live. So I hope you kind of shared my laughter and a little bit of pain in that one and just know if you're making mistakes, uh, that's how it is. That's how you learn and grow.
1: Now it's time to ask Cham.
0: So now we've got some Q&A time. First off, this question from Lauren.
1: Hi, Cham. It's Lauren Bell from Melbourne. My question is, how do you get people into your Facebook group? What's the best way of marketing to get people into your Facebook group? Thanks.
0: So there are five things you could do. Number one, you should invite all of your friends to join the Facebook group. Once you create the group, you can see there's a little button that says invite, and you can invite all your friends. The next thing you could do is if you've got an existing list, maybe it's a list of email addresses, maybe it's a website, maybe it's another Instagram account or something like that, just let your existing list know about your new Facebook group and give them reasons to join. What value are they going to give? And that leads me to my third point, give value. Think about how you can serve people the most in that group. Think about what their top of mind problem is, the problem they go to sleep thinking about, the problem they wake up in the morning having and then help them in that group. Where possible, using the trust scale like I've talked about, video is going to be better than text if you can do that. Then have other people invite friends to the group. Now that you've given value, say to your existing members, hey, we would like to grow this group. The more, the merrier, the bigger the the network, the uh, bigger the net worth, so to speak. So ask them to hit the blue button and invite friends. Then fifth, have a reason for people to actually tell their friends about it. I really love challenges. So if you join the Marketing Made Easy group, just search Marketing Made Easy and look for the group that's got a picture of my face on it. You'll notice I did a video challenge about a month ago. This was like the most amount of social engagement I've ever seen. On average, each post had about 500 comments. Like, I've never seen a post have 500 comments before. So try and have a challenge or some value that you're going to give to people that will be enough to warrant them telling their friends about it. And the next question we've got is from Sophia.
1: So amidst this COVID situation... I'm wondering if you could share some best or successful Facebook marketing techniques in relation to selling tickets for online events. I'd also be interested if you have any techniques on how to convert paid ad results into sales on
0: Facebook. So this depends on how much your online event is. If it's under $100, then I'd say don't sell it. It should be free. Don't worry about the $100. I know you've got small costs to make up. But just like building a relationship with a partner, that first date you shouldn't ask someone out on a date and ask them to pay for it. It should be free. Yes, you'd get more qualified people if they paid for it, but we tried that. What ends up happening is you don't get people who are sitting on the fence or are unsure, which is a lot of people. You don't get referrals. You don't get friends saying they should bring other friends because now even if there's a $1 cost to it, it's another hurdle. There's more friction in that kind of transaction. So you should do what we call freemium, free and then The more they learn with you, the more they follow with you, a small percentage of people are going to pay for the premium thing. Just like Spotify makes their money that way, Google, YouTube, all these services are freemium services. If your online event is more than $1,000, I would ask you to ask for their time. So how much time to ask for? If it takes 30 minutes for you to sell the online event, then ask for 30 minutes. If it takes an hour to sell the online event because it's $3,000, then ask for an hour. Why would they give you an hour of their time? Because you're giving them value in a one-hour free webinar. That's why. So give away a one-hour free webinar, then give value, 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 value. The last 5 to 10% of the webinar, offer your $2,000 online Coaching program or online event or whatever your product or service happens to be. But like I mentioned before, if 95% of the people don't end up doing it, that's fine. You've helped someone out. And for the other 5%, you help them even more. By the way, if you want your question answered, all you got to do is head over to the Facebook group Marketing Made Easy. I post all the time on there. So just click on my face and send me a voice message. Send me a voice message and I can select you to be the next QA on this section. And if you're looking for a more complete system as opposed to a bunch of random questions, go to the Marketing Made Easy webinar. That's my advice, authentic.com.au forward slash online. Now, before we go to the mindset quote of the month, just a quick recap on what you learned so far. We've looked at the trends due to COVID-19. Huge emphasis on technology, using Zoom, going online where possible. We looked at how business is simple, find a need and fill it. It's the person, it's the product. It's the person, which is probably a younger version of yourself. It's the product, which means try and go online where possible. How do we get your product or service in the hands of your ideal person? Building a relationship, giving value, serving before selling, climbing that trust scale, starting off at text, going over to live in person or live via webinar where possible. All of this detail and relevant links and more is available in the show notes section. So each podcast episode has show notes. If you want to look at these ones for this episode, authentic.com.au forward slash easy one. So the number one, authentic.com.au forward slash easy one. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you did me this favor and give me a review because the reviews enable other people to see, hey, this is a great show. And if you've made it this far, I'm assuming you've enjoyed it. Uh, So please head over and give me a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you're not sure how to leave a review, then go to Authentic.com.au forward slash podcast review. And there's links you can click there to actually leave a review. So that's Authentic.com.au forward slash podcast review.
1: It's the Mindset Quote of the Month.
0: So this month's mindset quote is one of my all-time favorites. You don't have to get it right. You just have to get it started. The reason I love it is so many people don't get started because they think they have to get it right. This whole perfectionism thing creeps in. But that's not how you create a perfect product. You need that back and forth feedback. That'd be like a stand-up comedian who wants to write jokes in his bedroom or her bedroom, but has never performed them in front of someone. The way you get those jokes perfect is by performing them in front of someone, getting feedback, then going back to the drawing board, then getting feedback, then going back to the drawing board. So don't let your perfection get in the way of your progress. So I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the show. Next month's episode is going to be released on the first Tuesday of the month at 6 a.m. Sydney time. To make sure that you don't miss out on that. Go and subscribe now on this podcast channel. Subscribe now so you don't miss it at all. And until we meet again, just remember, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it started. Thanks for listening.
1: You've been listening to Marketing Made Easy with Cham Tang. Cham is a marketing and client attraction expert. He shows people how to get a 500% return on every marketing dollar they spend even if they're starting from scratch. With over 12 years experience in the business and personal development industry, Cham is a certified Facebook professional and has worked with Anthony Robbins, Dr. John Demartini and thousands of small businesses. Cham Tang is the head of marketing and co-founded Authentic Education in 2019 with Benjamin J Harvey. The Huffington Post described it as Australia's leading training company in helping people do what they love. He has appeared in the media on SBS Insight, Sydney Morning Herald, ABC Radio and on news.com.au. With his dynamic and no BS presenting style, he is passionate about helping people attract more prospects, sell meaningful products and services and get rewarded for it. To stay up to date with the latest trends and inspiring tips, follow Cham on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube at ChamTangOfficial.